0: Good morning America and the rest of planet Earth. It is 4.52 a.m. East Coast time and welcome to the Quitting Marijuana podcast. I'm your host Jonah, the man with the mic and a face for radio who is recording live from his living room. A big shout out to our listeners in Sydney, Australia, Parksville, British Columbia, Denver, Colorado, Temple, Georgia, Brooklyn, New York, and St. Paul, Minnesota. Hope you are fired up to meet your goals and ready to tackle the day. Our news headlines today, uh, nonsense or otherwise, we've got a storm unleashing heavy rain and winds in Florida, South Carolina, and also North Carolina as it barrels up the East Coast. Serious flooding in Jacksonville. I'm seeing pictures that are all the way up to the top of the gas station pump in cars where it's all the way up to the handle of the door. Absolutely crazy. I mean, I know people sometimes have their hands tied, you know, why about their inability to move you know but man i would be hard pressed to be living down in a place like this uh at the very least i would hope that my house would be on stills or something like that i just i don't know it's like living in a tornado zone same thing But still, freak outliers happen, so heads up. Don't know if we're going to have a white Christmas here on the East Coast, but if we keep getting the precipitation, all we need is a temperature drop, and we'll be there. Uh, Another headline, Border Patrol suspends train passage across parts of the U.S.-Mexico border. So the Senate, of course, is trying to tie in more aid for Ukraine. And so here we have this ridiculous, ridiculous problem with migrants crossing the border right now. And I'm talking, when I say migrants, migrants, I'm not talking about moms and their children. I'm talking about military-aged men from all around the world. All around the world. From the continent of Africa, from the countries in Europe, uh, from the Middle East, even from China. We're seeing these people crossing. And so, of course, the government says, oh, well, we'll we'll help you. We'll do something about this as long as, uh, you know, we get what we want. Right, And what they want is for their private donors from the military-industrial complex to keep getting paid. I'm talking Raytheon. I literally just had a friend up here to do some deer hunting. We used to work for Raytheon. And yeah, all this money for Ukraine, besides, of course, going to pay for their political uh, severance packages, things like that, which is absolutely bizarre when we think of all the Americans in crisis— but it's definitely going to weapons manufacturers, and then we ship those weapons over there. Uh, so anyway, apparently the train crossing, they're seeing an uptick. They're seeing a surge in people riding the train across the border. Okay, yeah, well, how about those pictures of people walking across the river in Border Patrol, um, cutting the razor and barbed wire fences so that people can climb underneath and get through? That's pretty weird. So anyway, and finally our, we got another one here, car crashes into parked SUV guarding Biden motorcade in Delaware. The president is unharmed. Uh, If (laughs) if the president hadn't been in his house at the time, I would say it was the president who was probably driving that car because he is so ridiculously old and senile. Um, Don't really know who was driving the car, why that happened, um, but he hit the blockade Tried to keep driving in, but was quickly surrounded by Secret Service uh, who had their weapons drawn, instructing the driver to put his hands up. So, uh, and then in terms of our like virtual insanity, University of West Virginia volleyball has rescinded the scholarship from a male trying to play with the women. Sources say the coaches had no idea that he was a male. Okay, so. They were originally going to give this scholarship. Turned out the person was transgender. He and his family concealed his sex throughout the entire recruiting process. And uh, thankfully, thankfully, they're pulling that scholarship that's reserved for a biological woman. And uh, Riley Gaines says, thanks to the power of public opinion and accountability. So, hey, very, very thankful about that. One little ray of sunshine here. Uh, Why don't you please join me in prayer? Man, state of the world, pretty crazy. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Our reading today is Starts at Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 from the American Standard Bible. Now, the birth of Jesus was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man, and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, And Joseph awoke from his sleep, and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our listener message today is from Marty. For me, it almost feels like no matter how many times I quit, it keeps finding its way back into my life, almost like I'm being possessed. I'm a 42-year-old dude and had my first hit when I was 14 when skipping school with some friends. Not to bore you with my life story, but I would smoke a few years on and a few years off. In 2011, I got married to my current wife and had been clean six months before our wedding. I stayed clean until 2018 when a random friend I haven't seen in over 10 years hits me up on Facebook Messenger. So we got together, had a few beers, and somehow ended up at his dealer's house and that's how it all began again. Strangely enough, I also never saw him again. LOL. In 2020, I was laid off from my job after 18 years due to COVID, so I knew I had to quit in order to find a new job. It took me almost four months, but I did stay clean for about a full year. I felt on top of my game during that year with big plans to start my own business selling produce to restaurants from my urban farm. I had money saved up and things were going great. Then in 2021, I got hurt at my full-time job and was sitting on the couch for two months, and you guessed it, I was smoking like a chimney. I'm back to work again for light duty and find myself still running to the stash after work and smoking up till I pass out at night. The customers I do have for my business aren't ordering as much, and I find myself too high to even contact them. It feels like my life is falling apart. I'm struggling to keep my business going until I can kick this habit again. Knowing I not only need to quit this for myself mentally, but also for my wife, daughter, and my business. Last week, I took baby steps by handing all my family and business tasks, handling all my family and business tasks after work first, and not taking a hit until right before bed to calm my nerves to help me sleep. In just that one week, I was able to reach out to my customers and get them to buy more products. I even went out and got some new potential customers uh, via restaurants to place orders. I know life can be so much better for me if I would just quit the shit. Smoking weed just messes with my confidence in myself to where I lose focus in conversations with other people, even while I'm sober at work. I feel like I forgot who I used to be before I started smoking again. I know I will get there, and I'm not giving up. My dream is to be clean and free of wasting my life doing nothing but smoking weed and getting nothing done in life. I would love to quit my full-time job to be self-sufficient, owning my own company, supporting my family, and being there for them at home. Uh, Thank you, Marty, for the message. And if another listener has a story to submit, you can send me an email at quittingmarijuanapodcast at gmail.com. You can definitely quit this drug. There are many success stories out there, like listeners Jamie and Josh, as well as my own father. So I hope you will continue to take this daily walk with me and join me on my journey to quit as well. Um, Hopefully you're ahead of where I am. I had made it to a, a record 37 days or 40 days or something. And then while I was at a family event, My aunt offered me some homemade edibles. Uh, I said yes, even though uh, I didn't really want them. And I'll tell you, that morning, I had made a really, really... I woke up at 2 a.m. for deer season, opening day rifle. And I woke up at 2 a.m., drove out to my spot. I was there at 4 a.m. just to get ahead of all the other guys because I hunt public land. So you kind of have to get your truck into that little parking spot first, otherwise somebody else is going to get there. I also don't drive a truck. Um, (laughs) I drive a Honda CRV. But I get there, I chill, you know, end up uh, dropping my pants, taking a duke while I'm waiting. So that actually worked out good, so I didn't have to go while I was sitting there with the gun in my hands. But I end up going to my spot, and I throw some orange on the vegetation on like way up high I throw an orange vest and an orange hat on this tree outside of the little opening that I walked into so I'm I'm set up like maybe 20 yards into the woods well don't see anything don't see anything and the thermals are dropping and this particular spot I had planned to hunt during uh, crossbow season when it was a little warmer and the deer were rutting and I had planned on getting in there around 9 when the sun had come out and started to warm up. Because what happens in the morning is uh, thermals are still dropping. The air is still cold. And so this is in like a little drainage area. And so all of my scent was getting sucked down towards the bedding where I thought deer might be. Not good, right? So the deer aren't coming my way. And so sure enough, I'm sitting there. Uh, the thermals really stink. But I'm like, well, maybe the deer will get bumped around. I end up hearing uh, 32 shots before I see my first deer. That's how crazy it was. It's like the wild, wild west. And way up on the hillside, close to the road, all of a sudden a pile of deer comes running out. And they come running out across this open field. I'm, I'm shocked, right? I would not expect that. But there was a shot maybe 100 yards from me in the direction where I those deer may have done like a horseshoe to kind of get around where I was sitting. And so maybe they knew... Not to run that way, so they run out into the field instead. And they start heading my way, and then they they freeze up. Well, they freeze up for a couple of reasons. One, I had turned my body because I could only see them out of the corner of my eye, so I turned my body, and so my movement, I think, tips off some deer. But also, I can see them looking at the orange that I had thrown up in the tree. I think it was wigging them out. You know, When I say I threw it up, it's not 20 feet high. I mean, it's like 7 feet high, right? And so I had thrown that up there in the hopes that nobody would shoot me, in the hopes that nobody would come in and take my spot. And so anyway, they get all wigged out. And I'm, I don't know how to say this, but like, I'm anxious, right? I'm like mad, I'm disappointed in myself again. The same thing that happened with the muzzle loading situation. And so anyway, these deer end up deciding not to come towards me, and they continue to cut across the field to go into private. Well, I whip my gun around, and I take a pot shot. Like, I take a really shitty shot. And right behind my shot is somebody's freaking house. Now, I went through the scope about 100 times after that shot to make sure that I did not hit the house. But you couldn't have been much closer. I'm confident my bullet didn't cross the road, but it was scary. I'm telling you, like my heart hit my toes. Um, I thought, this is it. My life is over. It was horrible. It was a bad judgment call. It was a rash decision. One of those things that, you know, I'm super, super tired. Woke up at 2 a.m. on a Saturday morning after working like a dog all week at school. And I freaked the fuck out. Freaked the fuck out. So I basically got out of there immediately, got in my car, drove away, and just prayed to God that I wouldn't see something in the news headlines. So anyway, it really fucked me up. Um and so I think that's ultimately what had me get, you know, accept the edible. I did not eat it that night. I ate it the next day. And then poof, that was the can of worms. he cracked that, and uh you know, we're addicts. I'm an addict, and so I ended up smoking for like a week and a half, two weeks. then I was two weeks clean, which was great. and uh, then just yesterday, I smoked for my second time, and I was I was so high the the paranoia, even though it was a a hybrid, the paranoia crept in. And it's just a disaster. And I don't even want to talk about it right now. But it was not a pleasant experience. And it showed me that I have zero control. So uh, here we are. uh, Back to what the OG, right? Back to what what kept me sober. Can't can't get away from it. Need to prioritize the sobriety in my life. And so here we are um, spending time with you to try and hold myself accountable and try to support other people who might be in the same place I am. So... Uh, appreciate you being with us, and if you got a message about your journey, send it in podcast at gmail.com. Our positive word of the day is trustworthy, trustworthy. Merriam-Webster defines trustworthy as worthy of confidence, dependable. We use it in a sentence, I have never met a more trustworthy person. There's a pastor I know who is extremely trustworthy. Um, this guy will always follow through. Uh, like just the way he talks, he's a very measured speaker. Um, you can trust him not to share your secrets. Super duper humble guy. Super humble guy. Very hard worker. Uh, works at a uh, like a hardware store. On top of being a pastor. On top of making all the visits. Uh, prioritizes God and his family over everything else. Whenever I'm over there, um, the man is just grinding. You know what I mean? He is not watching TV. He is reading the Bible, he is taking care of chores, he's doing something with his kids. He is just very, very trustworthy. Uh, I know that he's going to follow through on his word. His integrity is just like embedded into who he is. Uh, that's the kind of guy I want to be. And a time when weed eroded that value for me, I was living with the next girlfriend and uh, her mom, deathly ill, total clusterfuck situation, Um, not mom excuse me grandma her grandmother was deathly ill grandmother had hundreds of thousands of dollars of gambling debt mom was a former crack addict permanently disabled in a wheelchair super obese hoarder and so this girl is just a mess but she really like what she got in life she got on her own and I really admired her for that so I have to drive to her work she was a waitress I think at Chili's and to tell her that her grandmother died and, you know, she's a mess. She's bawling, hysterical. And grandma died while I was living there. She asked if she should drive home, but she was super upset. So I was like, yeah, I'll drive you home. And then I'll drive you back here to get the car. She's like, are you sure you're going to drive me back? I remember her distinctly asking me this several times. I was like, yes, yes. So we get home. The girls are all crying, her and her sister. Excuse me, i having a little bone broth here. Girls are all crying, her and her sister, her mom, you know, hugging all around. And the sister's boyfriend is also living there. And he's got this wooden pipe that he called Wolfie. It was like a wolf's head down at the end. It was a pretty long pipe, like, I don't know, at least 10 inches. And he didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. And he kept saying, oh, let's just, let's just smoke. Let's just smoke. Everybody calm down. We'll let Wolfie sort this out for us. And so anyway, he and I are burning. And I end up getting super ripped. Well, the girl gets ready to go get her car. And I tell her I can't drive. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm no good. I can't drive. And my car is a stick shift. And so she can't drive it herself to go get, the, to go get her car. And uh, she was pissed. She was super duper pissed. You know, you told me, you, you promised you'd be able to take me. Blah, 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 blah. Um, hey, weed uh, definitely did not make me a more trustworthy person so super shitty, and one of many reasons that I am trying to quit. I'm trying to be a better person, which is one of the reasons why exercise and nutrition are so important to me. I have been really good about my morning routine, um, getting up at 4 o'clock. Did not get up at 4 o'clock today. Go figure, right? After all that smoking, got up at 4.30. 23 actually. But I have been meditating for an hour. And then I've been jumping into yoga and core. And I've opted to skip the meditating now in favor of doing this. And ultimately, I think it's going to be more productive in the long run. Um, but the yoga, the sun salutation, this is a great sequence, everybody. You're breathing in reaching your arms up over your head, then you're folding at the waist, bending down until your back has to uh, round. So I'm keeping my back straight, folding at the waist right until it has to curve, letting my arms collapse down to my toes. And then I come up into like a half squat position, inhaling back down to my toes. Um, And then this like I start off a little more gentle than I used to. I take a step back and I go down on my one knee, and then I do kind of this like little kneeling, I think they call it a half lunge. I do that half lunge before going into plank position, drop down from plank, baby cobra, up into downward dog, step forward with the other leg, and do that, um, put my knee down, half lunge, You know, inhale, raising the arms over my head, and then I just step forward, uh, claps to my toes, and then slowly unfurl like a caterpillar. I've been starting that way. I do two rounds of that before getting into the regular high lunge. And then from high lunge to uh, a warrior, I add warrior two into the progression. And then from there, I've just recently added warrior three. I can finally be stable for 20 seconds, which is pretty cool. Big deal for me. And then I go into, um, I transition the next sequence, the next round of movements. I do the kneeling lunge again, but this time I sit back at one point with my foot in front of me, stretching the hamstring for 10 to 20 seconds, kneeling lunge, and then sit back into that. I think they call it a half squat maybe, uh, half split. So I'm stretching the hamstring, uh, doing that on both sides with downward dog in in the middle to break it up. Then I end with a split um, for like 20 to 30 seconds and laying on the ground, folding my leg across my other leg Reaching in between and underneath, pulling the knee towards my chest in order to stretch the glute, the glute of the leg that I had folded across. And so, uh, like I said, really enjoying this progression, finding it's alleviating all of the stiffness and tightness I have from my commute. So definitely, definitely recommend it. Twice a day is better. Once a day is, uh, by the time I got to like day maybe five of doing this. I felt like I was a new person. You know, I'm like, holy shit, I feel like a completely new person. And then by day 14, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I, I feel great. You know what I mean? It's not a, it's not difficult to do these positions anymore. Um, My shoulders are a little beat up. That's one of the reasons why I don't do the downward dog as often as I used to. I used to do the downward dog like three times in each sun salutation sequence. Now I do it once. And I do think I need to take a joint supplement again. It's so weird. Back when I was bodybuilding... I was all about the supplements, and now, and then I moved away from it. They're just expensive. Uh, I wasn't training as hard, but if this is what your body needs to be at peak performance, this is what you got to do. So somehow I'll come up with some money, and I'll probably go with uh, Optimum Nutrition uh, Animal Flex. So I I don't know if shooting the bow is impacting the shoulders at all. Not really. Uh, I've started shooting the recurve bow again. I got 10 rounds in on... Saturday got 10 rounds in on Sunday and the strength is actually not too far gone. I, I'm I'm kind of happy about that. I expected it to be really, really challenging. Um, not shooting more than that just kind of want to build up the the tolerance to it. I got a long long time between now and the season. but uh, it's satisfying. kind of loud though. I don't know if the bow is tuned. I think I need to add or take away some twists to the string in order to either um, fold that bow down a little more by adding twists to the string, increasing the brace height, the distance between um, where my hand is gripping the bow and where the arrow is knocked, or if I decrease the brace height by um, untwisting the spring and it makes it a little closer, makes that string a little closer to the riser. And I guess each bow has its own sweet spot and that's where the bow is most quiet because right now it's like twang, Um, And I also don't know, maybe that's because I'm shooting uh, fingers instead of shooting with a tab. Um, I don't know. I'll keep you posted. Man, fuck, fuck all this smoking weed. Fuck, fucking with my brain, fucking with my speech. And uh, sorry I'm talking so quiet, but obviously it's super early in the morning. Don't want to uh, disturb my wife. And so it's getting closer to that commute time. At school today, my basic goals are to review math with the kids first thing because our math specialists are starting their winter uh, progress monitoring. So going to have the kids compare quantities, going to have the kids count, going to have the kids identify numbers, and honestly going to have them do things that we don't even teach them. It's so frustrating that the assessment doesn't reflect what we're teaching in class. But the state says you need to have a standardized uniform assessment across all grade levels uh, to compare progress. And so we're using this one, I think it's called Ames Web. Anyway, I haven't really been hammering the math during this uh, extra time. It's called What I Need Time. I've just been hammering it during actual math class. What I have been hammering is reading. So anyway, today, before the math teachers come, I'm going to do some review with the kids. So that's one goal. Uh, the other goal, make sure I'm doing some circles where we all get together past the talking stick and say something we did that was respectful, responsible, or safe because um, my class is not very good at articulating our school behavior expectations, our classroom behavior expectations. And uh, <laughs> uh, I got some kids in my class who really, 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 really need support with that. And um, another goal I have today, hmm, just be nice to people. I can just be nice to people one more week, uh, that'll be a good thing. So review the math, uh, do the circles, pass out some paws, uh, these little slips of paper that say, I was responsible today. And there's a little paw on it because our school mascot is an animal. Uh, that'll be, I'll be satisfied. That'll be a good day. Hey, it's been an honor and a privilege spending the morning with you. We'll leave with these words from perhaps the greatest basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan, when he said, Everybody has talent, but ability takes hard work. In today's Bible verse, Luke chapter 2, verse 10 But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Hey, remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.